Since 2002, Empowerment Resources, Inc., a nonprofit organization, has empowered more than 1,500 youth and adults in Duval and surrounding counties. Through its programs, Journey into Womanhood, Girls Mentoring, Life Skills for Teens, and Parenting Education Coaching. To get involved with programs, volunteer, or donate, visit www.empowermentresourcesinc.org. Follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash empowerment.resources and instagram.com forward slash empowermentjax. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. I love my HBCU And boy, boy I love it, love it yeah. I love it, love it yeah, I love my HBCU And man, man. I hope my team they won one yeah. I hope my team they won one yeah. man. I hope my team they won one yeah. I hope my team they won one yeah. 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 I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab To see if my team won a loss If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouth But if they won, she's tired uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Talkin they about. compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love yeah. and who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir, yes, sir. And This is Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington. Let me put a pause on that. Let's say that one more time. I can't believe it, y'all. <laughs> Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Mike Washington is back in the building. Charles, let, let's let's give him a hand. Oh, we gotta take a little pause real quick. Like, let's just hold pause. on. Let me make sure there's Mike. The king is here. The king is here. The king has his cup. I just said, say I say it like that. Thanks. So Charles' cup is bigger than mine, but I got a cup. <laughs> I, my cup has been empty to be uh, restocked on a break. <laughs> I'm restocking mine as well. <laughs> yes, we kid because we care. And for those who celebrate Happy Kwanzaa, uh, we know it is day four in regards to Ujama, which is cooperative economics, which for those that know me, know that really hits home for me. That's one of the practices I've done uh, for a long time. So it's appropriate today to me to celebrate with uh, my colleagues right here, my co-hosts, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, who have certainly worked with me economically to make sure that we can bring you this show in various facets over the years. Um, and also to the lab listeners, glad to have you here. We're going to do you one of the year ending as we uh, do it with the new year coming in, 2023. Man, it's a, it's hard to imagine that, uh, you know, we started all this and it's 2023. 20 years of the poll rankings and 20 years of successful work uh, as we will bring to you basketball more. But 
with this episode today, we're going to go down our top 10 HBCU sports-inspired lists. So we're going to see where everybody fits between Mike and Charles. We'll do that into the second segment and take it through the rest of the show. But before we do that, uh, there's some news out there that we need to shake out and stir with everybody in terms of what's going on. So again, to our live listeners, I just wanted to give you a little shout out uh, and say thank you for the support of this entire year and years before that for many that's uh, really followed us for multiple years, certainly those that have jumped on board. And this year has been one of our best yet, um, at least according to all metrics and hope that the lab listeners believe the same way. So I want to shout out Jazzy Faith, Carl Moore, Chuck Hunt uh, saying good evening, Bobby Gilbert Jr. Uh, wanted to connect with every HBC baseball program. We are Florida Monmore Baseball Alliance with thousands of athletes ready for college baseball. Let's get to work and make our programs competitive. Appreciate you, Bobby. Keep up the great work. See you putting the grind out there, and thanks for the support. Wanted to make sure we got that out for the people. Again, make sure you support Florida Minority Baseball Alliance. Ruben Hogan, Jazzy uh, says thank you. Ricky Burton, so just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of folks out there. I know it's many more. We'll do that throughout the show, hopefully give you some acknowledgments on this year's successful year. With that being said, uh, Mike, there's a change. Change is coming. It's consistent. Uh, since you've been here, we've named a couple of coaches. The latest one, the latest one, I should say, is one Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, Baltimore Ravens, where he spent most time. But, you know, obviously with the Texans, out of New Orleans, uh, Miami, Hurricane, in terms of his college days. But now he is taking his luggage, if you would, and hard hat as the head coach of Bethune-Cookman Wildcats in the SWAC Eastern Division over there with some of the big boys, if you would, in terms of how they dominated the SWAC of late, including Jackson State and Florida a and which would be their rival for anybody that's stuck in the last year in terms of the Florida, classic Florida blue. What are your thoughts on this hire? Man, man, for those of you who are an Ed Reed fan, you you I, whether you are SWAC, whether you are MEAC, whether you are as I you have to love this. Um, I think it's a, I think it's an absolutely great, great hire, and I don't say that lightly. Number one, the kids will learn so much from them. And when you you heard rumors. And to be honest, I was like, "Is is Bethune gonna make this happen? Is it gonna make this happen?" And you had to be, you had to know that there were some powers and some alumni money that stepped up to the plate. And kudos to them for making this happen. Those are my those are initial thoughts that come to the fray. Now the business begins. Imagine what he's gonna do for the and changing the footprint of of recruiting in the state of Florida. You're talking about somebody who's from Florida, played in Miami, has has a well-known reputation. He spent time with Peyton Manning over the cut the last year or so. So he has a lot of knowledge, a bag of knowledge, bringing to the table. Great hire. Now, next step, let's get to work, baby. So those are my thoughts when and when bringing him to it. I I love his hairdo. I think he went to the Dr. Gaville School of Cosmetology and out of wear hair. So you know he's branded himself. So uh, kudos to Bethune for making this happen. 
you know, it's too bad somebody got to play him. But, uh, you know, you're talking about one of the best free safeties to ever walk on that field. And uh, I'm happy for Bethune and the swag. Man, first thing came to mind after I got a chance to think about this a little bit, I was like, obviously, obviously, part of what you think of recruiting is Florida, particularly Miami area. Then I was like, that's right, New Orleans, Louisiana, maybe dip into some <laughs> Mississippi. And I was like, he spent some time in Texas <laughs> with the Texans, Houston. I said, oh, yeah. Then you got a fertile ground in Baltimore as well. That's like, whoo, that could be a nice uh, yeah. quadri of different places where he could dip his toe in if you want and get some, see if he can pluck out some talented recruits. That's like fascinating when you think about that, just from that area. Obviously, another part that you got to get on is the staff. What is the staff going to look like? That's always important. You'd imagine that he'll be able to get a pretty good staff. Last thing, looks like Charles want to chime in here, so I give a chance yeah. to share some thoughts on it as well. Last thing I want to say, though, is I, I do appreciate his selection in terms of his hair staff. Anybody that has the ability to navigate the world space and be able to do that with your hair um, goes nah. straight to the top of my list in terms of accuracy. <laughs> it's extremely important to make sure I get that out. Charles? You know, I, I started thinking about this hire the other day, and I was thinking, if what if this was 2019? Would we still be in the mind frame of this is a great hire? I mean, yeah. it's, at some point, we, we have to acknowledge by looking at the success of Coach Prime, we can kind of take a look, step back and be like, you know what? This might not be a great, uh, might not be a bad move. This might be a move uh, that, that uh, benefits with Don Cookman because, like I mentioned on Tuesday, rolling the dice with regards to Ed Reed, uh, where Bethune's program is right now is exactly how Jackson State's was looking prior to 2020. So it, yep. it, it makes a lot of sense to, to, to go in this direction and see what happens. Roll the dice. You never know. I like the way you said the roll Calculator the dice. Risk. Mike just put it out there and said great high. I'm always reluctant in that. And this is the reason is I, it's never one person mm. in terms of an organization. I've always said this, and I'll, I'll blow my horn on this until um, I get run out of here. Organizations right. win championships. And he could be the greatest in terms of motivator. He can know X's and O's more than what any of us would think. He could train really well in his climb in terms of his coaching pedigree, be strong. He can bring on a great staff. But if he's not going to get support from the organization in terms of this institution, obviously from the alumni, you know it's important, um, in terms of his athletic director in regards to – giving him whatever things they can. I'm not saying that you got to give everything, but at least being on the same page. And most importantly, from the president to the board, all these individuals have to be on the same page. You would think in the most for this to happen that they are, but we've learned uh, from past experiences, just because you hear an announcement like this doesn't mean everybody is on the same page. And more importantly, can you get everybody to stay on the same page? And that is the challenge of any organization, professional, college, P5, uh, G5, FCS, HBCU, FCS, Division II, NIA. Everybody has to be on the same page as much as possible for as long as possible for something like this to work. I did want to kind of put that cherry on the top where, where my reservation comes from has nothing to do with 
him as an individual or what I would suggest he can do. It's about organization. Um, and until we understand that, it'll be fascinating to see how these things go. Mike, did you want to add something quickly? Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I think you you hit on a important point. Now, now the process begins, really, um, and how he gets along. You know, how what's the relationship with the administration, with the stakeholders? How does he engage with the alumni base? You know, you know, what's that trail look like? Uh, I say it's a good hire, and you're right. Organizations definitely make great teams, but there has to be. There's usually one or two central figures that are either the the face of the organization, the the the, the quote unquote leader, um, the one that is more of a catalyst in the organization. And he's that catalyst. And I think he's enough to bring about change. I, and that's why I said, now let's get to work. With that comes, you know, what does the support look like? What are the next steps? Is he gonna have some, what's that relationship gonna look like six months down the line with the relation. You have to know that that was talked about in the hiring process. Mm. Uh, and you hope that some of those things were ironed out. You hope those yes. some of those things were addressed. Um, but I, I am curious to see how that in, in month six, in month nine, in month 12. But I mm. think as far as the pure hire and bringing in a face in a place where he can make the most difference, that's where I say that's a good hire. You know, top. Top top down is the thumb rail. Yeah. Yep. Top down. Exactly. With that being said, uh, we have at least two hires. I mean, one hire left at the FCS level, uh, North Carolina A&T Aggies. They made a late change and it's been quiet. Obviously, part of that is because of the Christmas holidays. But with that being said, you go down to the Delta, Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils to be exact. They have uh, made their decision in terms of the next individual to lead uh, the HBCU football program, uh, which is Kendrick Wade, head coach, has some coaching experience. Um, he actually has alumni in terms of uh, being a Delta Devil. So that's interesting that they went that route in terms of having somebody that you would imagine can get the support from alumni, certainly understands the way of the land, uh, in their part, he's coming over from a community college. So it'll be interesting to see if he'll be able to navigate that space with a lot of people uh, looking at uh, transfers in general, uh, but particularly going into the JUCO ranks to see what that looks like with the transfer portal. Starting with you, Charles, what are your thoughts in terms of this time? Uh, well, he's a uh, Delta Delta. He's coming over from a very winning program over there at Delta State. So uh, when you talk about bringing that uh, division to uh, playoff experience to, to Mississippi Valley State. Um, we'll see what 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 this hire means. This is uh, Hakeem McClellan's uh, first big hire uh, or second big hire, I should say, over there at Mississippi Valley State with regards to uh, bringing in uh, his football coach. And, you know, he's uh, studied under, uh, the, uh, of course, Ashley Robinson. So, uh, you know, we'll see what things the Mississippi Valley State administration can provide uh, this athletic support. You know, what, what can they do for this football team to help it become more successful? Uh, it is a tough uh, road to navigate at Mississippi Valley State, but uh, looks like they got the guy and they're, they are, you know, pitchfork down, ready to go with uh, this young man. So we'll see what Kendrick Wade can do with his Valley's uh, football coach. 
Mike, this is your ballet. I think you've learned the best of that the last two weeks. Man, when I'm, I'm that has done that. He's my, now you got my new year's resolution is I'm, I'm gonna leave ballet alone. <laughs> After two years in a row with PV and a couple other, I'm just gonna leave ballet alone. So, uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, it was an I think it was an interesting but different choice, good choice. You have somebody from Mississippi, somebody who at you know if you read all the press clippings, who wants the job. You know that you know he said you know this is my dream of this position. I want this job. Younger um, has a has a, a history at, at Delta State. Um, has a winning tradition, and you wonder how much support, I guess, being as new to the SWAC as he would seemingly be. How much support is he going to get? That's question. That's, you know, some of the similar questions I had, you know, with, you know, with the Reed hire. But, you know, here is a, a guy stepping in the position. Mississippi Valley is seemingly kind of on their way up. How much support is he going to get? You know, what's his coaching staff going to look like? And how much how much of a dent is he gonna make in the recruiting game? Um, but being that he's a Mississippi guy, you you think he have somewhat of a hold on some of that 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 vast array of Mississippi talent you got in the state. Uh, being that you got four or five of the schools pulling in it, you know how much of a dent is he gonna make in that area as well? So uh, so I, I think it's a good move for Mississippi Valley, you know, player. Mississippi all in his vein. He got Mississippi coming all in his blood and everything. I probably wake up with, you know, Mississippi green, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, he wake up, it'll be, you know, uh, seemingly because that's, <laughs> that's his life. That's his likelihood. But now you got your guy. What kind of support are you going to give him now going forward? So. Before we go to this break, Edward D. Moore said, Valley, Valley, are we talking about Valley? <laughs> there you go, Mike. I laid it out for you. So somebody gonna take somebody gonna take up the mantle. Yeah, we'll see if it turns the tide on them. Because <laughs> Mike said he leaving out of, uh, in 2022. I'm 2023. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> like, oh, this is Doctor Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. It looks like one of us has learned the lesson inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. We'll be right back after this break, and we'll get into our year in review. I want to see if these guys have any of the programs that I had that didn't make my top 10. I want to see if any of these made their top 10. And we'll get into the final top 10, if you would, in the second half of the show. But stick back. Let's get into it in our next segment. You hungry for authentic Caribbean food like jerk chicken, oxtail, red snapper, shrimp, tofu, and rasta pasta? Well, find your way over to Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock in downtown Atlanta. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday, we're open till 4 a.m. Come to Mango's and put some spice in your life. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404-698-3992. Or log on to mangoscaribbeanrestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text M-A-N-G-O-S to 313131. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Authentic Caribbean cuisine. Tell them I'm a hungry. 
The human voice has always connected audiences with experiences. Major brands all across America have trusted Kevers Voice time and time again. Conversational, powerhouse, intelligent, and sincere. That's the voice you need for your creative marketing process. K-E-A-V-E-R-S-V-O-I-C-E dot com. Kevers Voice, Kevers Voice, KeversVoice.com. Always on, all the time. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot left, and who the ball, So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir, and pay attention. This is Dr. Mills inside HBCU Sports Lab. Let's get into it. These are these are some of the moments that did not make my top ten. I want to see if they made yours as we get into it. So one of them was North Carolina A&T as they were going for the um, NCAA outdoor track and field. Obviously, they had a great finish from the indoors. So I kind of put those together, and I thought uh, obviously they didn't quite have the finish that they were looking for in terms of championship, particularly what they were able to do in 2021. But they still had a great uh, foundation in terms of making it to the NCAA um, and giving some first-place finishes. Overall, still finished top 10 in terms of that. Did the North Carolina A&T track and field men's women's program, we'll put that together. Indoor, outdoor, did both or either one of those make your top 10 list, Mike? Yes. They were, my, they were, they were still my number 10. Okay. Charles? Actually, that was uh, that actually was uh, within my top ten. I had to go back uh, and, and kind of take a look at last spring and things of that nature. But yeah, that was uh, definitely uh, groundbreaking, if you will, for North Carolina A&T track and field. Yep. Look at that, man! I thought I was gonna stop y'all. Y'all, okay? I see. I see where we're going with this. Let mm. me go with this. This one was off the board a little bit. Coppin State wins 2022 MEAC Baseball Championship, the first one, and essentially the last one for the MEAC, at least for a while, because all the four baseball programs that still participate uh, within the MEAC have now uh, moved and will play baseball in terms of Northeast Conference, NEC. Um, so starting with you, Charles, did Coppin State wins uh, 2022 MEAC Baseball Championship, did that make that did not make it. Uh, that is actually a really good one. Uh, when I went back to the spring, I went back to February. Uh, Jackson State, uh, I'm sorry, March, Jackson State women's basketball uh, taking on LSU. That was a huge, huge one for me uh, in the near upset of, uh, of LSU in the, in the first round. So uh, that was where I, I, I settled in there and moved up from there. That makes sense. So you had Jackson State Women's uh, Championship in terms of SWAC Women's Tournaments, mm -hmm. as well as the near upset, uh, certainly had everybody excited about going down the stretch with Baylor. I mean, in terms of LSU, uh, mm -hmm. previous Baylor coach Mulkey was coaching now at LSU. Fascinating matchup there. Don't tell us where you put it in the top 10, but you had that in the top 10. I see that. 
Mike, did you have Cobb State win MIAC baseball championship? Did you have that in your yes. top 10? Did it make you yes. list? Yes, I had them actually, I had them tied uh, with uh, Alabama State. Uh, I think Mike cheated. He looked at my list. <laughs> I had. I had Alabama State and Coppin State, some uh, both winning the baseball championships re respectively as 10A, 10B. I had Coppin State as 10A. And I can show you my thing so you think I'm not cheating. So I know how you are, Dr. Hey, Camille. You're a I professor. You're going to be like, show me your notes. Show me your data. Show me your research. Paper, so no, no. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to turn you into a uh, provost officer. Yeah, I, I know how you are with them papers. Let me see your dad. Let me see your paper. <laughs> <laughs> so I got another one for you. That I want us to look at. I went to the women's side in terms of Howard women softball championship uh, as they get it done. Um, I had them outside of my top ten, and I'm curious did it make your top ten? This is their second championship. In terms of softball, so a uh, great run in terms of what they're able to do. Outlasting uh, in terms of getting it done. Howard finished 31 and 22 as they did this championship run, uh, 15 and 7 on the season. Uh, they were extremely excited, as you imagine, getting it done in terms of women's Howard's softball. Something to think about in terms of what the football team did. Maybe it's, you know, uh, inclination of what would happen in the fall. Uh, in terms of them getting it done in the spring of 2022. Mike, softball, Howard, did they make your top 10? No, they were somewhere 11 or 12. <laughs> he, said, he said no. <laughs> no. Nope. Come All on, right. man. Give the women some love. Charles, you already gave the women of Jack State some love. Do you have any rules yeah. for the women of Howard? I, I you know, <laughs> how Howard softball this year. Did not make my top 10. Uh, but that, that's a good one, Doc. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to sneak this one in here. We're going to get some participation. I'm going to sneak this one in here. It were more said, FAMU Volleyball winning the first swag championship for FAMU. That's a good one. That, that one is on my list. That yeah, one right. is on my list. Including including their, their player, Washington, setting a record for the number of kills. I remember that because she got my last name and she, she got my favorite stat, kills. So that's in my top ten. The family and volleyball. Nice. I didn't have them in my top ten. I like that. Good job. It would need more. Everybody else chime in and let me know your top ten. We'll talk about it on here. Uh, Lonnie Shaw says Lennon Blow Davis Shaw. Stanford coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. All right. Good evening. Cool, in terms of another one, top ten. Prairie View A&M delivers knockout win SWAC softball championship. Obviously, I was watching this one and got through that, and that grand slam really did Alabama State in. Uh, pretty big win. This is a team that started off, what, 0-19 uh, mm. season to give you some just how far they really pushed it and got in the tournament. Closed out the season pretty strong, but what they did in the tournament was quite amazing. They went on a run, relatively young team, got it done, beating Alabama State that many people – Saw getting it done, but they knocked off both of the top seeds to do it. Uh, Charles, did you have Prairie View AM women softball team in the top team? I'm, I'm staying on the diamond, but it wasn't Prairie View women's uh, softball team. Uh, for me, that was an epic, epic swag championship baseball 
uh, with Alabama State and Southern. Uh, to me, it was every bit as exciting as the 2021 uh, SWAC Baseball Championship where you had Southern Jackson State uh, going toe-to-toe. Uh, -to -toe. But, you know, in terms of an encore, uh, Alabama State and Southern, that was a tremendous SWAC Baseball Championship for me. I enjoyed that thoroughly. And uh, Alabama State, they, they fought it and, and slugged it out and got the W, but uh, that made my top team. Nice, nice. I see that. Mike, did you have Prairie as women's softball in your top team? I did, only because I'm a little closer to it. And I know they started off the season over a million. And they came back and won the SWAG championship. They were right there with the Alabama State Southern uh, Baseball Championship. So all of my diamond uh, sports are pretty much clustered together. Good stuff, good stuff. They are already trying to name the A&T coach. This is good stuff going on back in the blog in terms of who's going to be the next coach. I know what I heard. Uh, a couple of coaches, their names are out there, and they like, I hadn't contacted or been contacted by A&T, so I'm like, huh, interesting. Oh, well, this is interesting. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, That's what I said. Uh, let me go with uh, Roger, Dr. Roger Holmes. He shouted out North Carolina NT as I said, I had him outside of my top 10. Uh, I want to know where would you put him in your top 10, Dr. Holmes, since you brought out AT. Yes, they didn't do number one uh, program, but number one HBC program in 2022. I would agree with that. They've dominated the ranks over the last couple of years. Where would you have them in your top 10? Any other team that you want to mention? I'm going to start with you, Charles. That honorable mention did make your top 10, uh, but you think deserves some mention uh, being outside of your top 10 before we get into those top 10 numbers. Being outside of top 10, Jackson State's uh, cross-country team. I thought that was Ooh, major for nice. them with regards to uh, where uh, they have been as a program and you've seen them fight, fight, fight. And for them to uh, get a sweat championship across the country, I thought that was huge for uh, Coach Mark Thorne and his program as they go forward. But just outside my top team. There you go. Mike, same question. What teams outside of your top ten that couldn't make that top ten? I know you said you're tired at ten. Did you have anybody that you wanted to do almost like an honorable mention? Didn't quite make the top ten, but you wanted to say some kudos. Good season. Uh, should be mentioned. After Purdue swept it for three years straight, Texas Southern sweeps the 2022 Men's and Women's Golf Championships. Mm. That, was, that was outside of my top ten, but I I felt it was worthy to mention. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll be right back after this break as we got those honorable mentions in there. Mine that were outside of the top ten. Some of mine outside of the top ten, as you see, made their top ten list. Let's see what my top 10 and see where we agree or disagree. We'll come back after this break and give you 10 through 6. Countdown for 2023. We're doing it right here on Dr. Who's Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Stick with us. We'll be back after this quick break. Shop Melvin Online Women's Boutique to spice up your closet with trendy, unique looks. We have fashionable and chic looks at very affordable prices. Melvin Boutique offers free shipping all year long on all orders. Shop online at www.melvetboutique.com. That's www.melvetboutique.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Shop Melvin Online Women's Boutique.
From now Compress the analytic data with your hip hop If you know them like I know them They gon' tell you if your team If they wanna love yeah. And who the ball So listen to Professor Yes sir yes, And sir. pay attention Boy. Cause he gon' teach a lesson this is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. Let's get back into it as we see our top 10 list. I'm going to give you my top 10 and see where it fits in with these gentlemen, see how far off base they are. You know, it couldn't be me. Oh, maybe, maybe not so much. With that being said, continue to give us your top 10. I see uh, Roger Holmes said A&T, he would have had it eight. Uh, Edwin B. Moore says as much as it hurt, as I talked about, that he would have. JSU's football undefeated regular season as a top 10. I like that. Edwin D. Moore, tell me where you would have put him in the top 10. What's your actual number? Great stuff. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, in terms of what these things look like. I agree with A&T uh, because they were my number seven, actually. And if you look at the month of June and lump all of those activities, you know, three of the big – three of the four big South track and field – Year honors, father and son, one last honor. Aggie pride displayed at the the United States Track and Field. All the mm. whole, they own the second half of the month of June this year. So mm. for that reason, they were number seven. So I'll, whoever our listener was that said they were number eight, that's right where I had them in my list. That's Doctor Holmes. Doctor Holmes on it. I give him credit. Okay. I'm gonna go to you, Charles, as you want to jump in here, but I want to give Doctor mm. Holmes. He did his 10, 9, and 8. He had 10, Family Volleyball, number 9, Swag Baseball Tournament, number 8, North Carolina A&T. As I get ready to reveal mine, Charles, what were you going to say? You know, I didn't have a particular ranking, but I thought what made my top 10 was Amisha Williams Holiday uh, being drafted in the WNBA uh, from Jackson State Women's Basketball Team. I thought that was huge. And, Mike, you had mentioned as we went to June, uh, you also had – NFL draft pick. Uh, you had James Houston uh, that yep. was drafted uh, in the NFL by the Detroit Lions. So, but those are two uh, significant things as we start getting into the summer months. Uh, that was pretty big for HBCU. Yeah. No doubt. North Carolina Central defensive back just had yeah, a big North Carolina with... Kobe Durant. Yeah. Yep. Durant and the play that Durant shouted out him on the basketball side to almost be his cousin. So he got some love uh, out there as well. And then he's showing off as you've seen, just like you saw um, coming off the practice squad in terms of James Houston, what he was able to do his first game, well represented. Good stuff, good stuff. At number 10, though, at number 10, Dr. Cavill had on the list, Norfolk State wins 2022 Men's Basketball Championship. I'm going to put that in the fact that they also went 2-0 and in Chris Paul's basketball class. I'm going to lump that all together. One of the best basketball programs out there uh, at Norfolk State, and they continue to get it done. Also, remember he coached the HBCU United. They went on a run that captured everybody's imagination during the summer as well. Um, so I'm putting that all together in terms of Norfolk State. I have them at number ten. Bring us to number nine. I have the Hornets claim first swag title since 2016. They clinched the regular season berth for the NCAA tournament. The game they had was a class. I happened to be in there, so probably a little biased there. I was in uh, the baseball park. 14 innings. Um, bases mm. low to turn the double play. Basically close out the game to get the victory. Alabama State defeats Southern, who won it last year in the thrilling matchup. Um, and Southern just finds a way to continue to push. 
They go through the tournament, get it done. But Alabama State represents for the East Division, the pick East Division in baseball off the mats. Uh, great games by family playing in. So it was a really good tournament. Uh, I had my son with me, so that was one of the reasons that it also stuck with me. That was one of our trips. We got to go solo and do our thing, staying in the hotel, going to um, Negro League um, Museum, uh, Southern Museum, I should say, down there in Birmingham. That's attached to the ballpark out there. So it was so much fun. But I had them at number nine. And number eight, going a little bit off of the field, I combined these two. I had college game day coming to Jackson versus the Southern game, as yeah. well as Deion Sanders with good – uh, morning in Jackson State with the Good Morning America GMA, as they like to say. Obviously, they went to family as well, but I put that as a collective in terms of college game day in Good Morning America, descending on Jackson for Jackson State University, which got a lot of noise uh, in a lot of ways appropriately show. So I'm going to go number seven, March Madness, Texas Southern basketball program with a big win in terms of not only getting it done in the SWAC tournament, but I combine this also with the fact that they got first four, a win in the tournament, Texas A&M Corpus Christi 76 to 67, second year in a row that they got this done. Uh, so mm -hmm. a lot of accolades for Texas Southern University in terms of getting it done. So they are my number seven. Number six, as we finish this out and get with these the gentlemen think, I'm going to go off the radar, had to give this team to love. Uh, obviously, during the time when it happened, it kind of snuck up on some folks. Then it got a lot of the blaze for HBCU. Talladega, Battle Loyola for the 2022 NAIA, I should say, men's basketball championship. Talladega came into that game 32-5 to uh, with an overtime thriller against Thomas Moore um, in that matchup. Loyola was 36-1. and one, um, That uh, coming out of the same division, in the team um, that defeated Talladega twice, if you would, uh, during that uh, year was Loyola. So it was a tough matchup. Didn't get it done in the championship game, played close for a half and then fell away. But I have them as a six. I wanted to make sure that we get some love to NIA out there. Talladega, oddly enough, Coach Leeds goes to Langston, and he has Langston that is undefeated, uh, top 10 program at this time to see what this means. Can he cut down the Nets? this year with Langston Lions, which certainly would be a top 10 next year. But that's my uh, 10 through 6. Let me give it to you again and let y'all have it. Tell me where you feel different. Teams too high shouldn't be in there. Uh, what have you. At number 10, Norfolk State wins in the MEAC men's basketball tournament uh, with some other things I told you about. Hornets uh, in terms of the SWAC baseball championship. Eight, college game day. Good morning, America. Coming to Jackson State. Uh, and number seven, Texas Southern, win in the first four NCAA tournament, uh, as well as number six, Talladega, making it to the NIA, NAIA Men's Basketball Championship. Charles, what do you say about my six through ten? Uh, I think uh, ESPN game day, for me, is a little higher. Um, that's, that's a huge oh, okay. part of the Saturday morning staple of college football fans and to have that come to that Jackson State Southern game. Uh, that was huge for the branding of HBCU football, huge for the branding of uh, obviously Jackson State as well, but uh, for the world to see 
uh, the Jackson State Southern matchup I thought was huge. So for me, that was a little bit higher. And you kind of jogged my memory on something. I completely forgot Jackson State uh, spring game was televised uh, back in the spring. So when we were talking about that, so, you know, that was, that was a couple of things that kind of jogged my memory. But other than that, I, I, I like your um, – I like your, your your ten through six. I, for me, I'm a baseball fan, so that fourteen inning thriller with Alabama State and Southern that was huge. Uh, that was a little higher for me because that was uh, baseball being played at a very high level, and both teams uh, you could not uh, knock them out. I mean, if one scored and the other was able to answer, and I thought that's what made it so fun watching that go back and forth. Yeah, that was wild when you talk about what was going on there, Mike. What do you think about my? Six through ten, top ten. Uh, looking at mine, the one that I had higher was I lumped this one together. I lumped the Good Morning America and the uh, uh, College Game Day together. That was like number six for me. And then I separated the Good Morning America going to FAMU. Um, that was that was a little higher. But I thought that uh, the appearance of Good Morning America and then turn right around college game day at Jackson State was huge. And then turn around right around second and completely independent. You had Good Morning America at the FAMU homecoming. Uh, another one that I kind of lumped some in with the FAMU was the Stephen A. Smith, the first take. They did a whole month of appearing at oh, um, nice. HBCUs. Um uh, as hey, well. we had one of our very own on that. You gotta have that in the top ten. TSU was one of them, and you had one. You had one of our cohorts on the show. I got a picture <laughs> of Charles right here. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, about that? <laughs> yeah, I saw you keep looking. You like, huh? Yeah, yeah really? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I ain't get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, oh, good stuff, good stuff. With that being said, let me stick with you, Mike. What did I get wrong in terms of the top 10? What do you have in the top 10 that I did not mention that should be in the top 10, six through seven? We'll hold off if you have things one through five. We don't want to spoil that for everybody. But six through okay. 10 that I didn't have on it that needs to be in there. Tell me, tell me now. Uh, the, the ones you didn't have were the, the, the first take, their whole month of HBCU. And I also have in my top 10, at least six through 10, I have, what is it, uh, the Benedict season. I just have Benedict undefeated season. I don't have a special uh, link, but I have the Benedict undefeated season. That's in my top. That's in six to 10. All right, I feel that. Charles, what did I not get right in terms of six through 10 that needs to be in there that you want to stress for folks to understand? This was a top 10 moment. Again, I don't want to spoil one through five. Hold on to that if you have that there. But six through 10, it needs to be in there. What do you say? Yeah, I'm probably leaning a little bit more towards one through five. So I, I don't have a problem with your six through 10. I, th I think there are some a couple things uh, that I know definitely I have in my in my first five. So um, I think, you know, your six through 10 is, is pretty, uh, pretty, you know, um, spot on in terms of, you know, where I'm thinking about, you know, teams and, and, and individuals in regards to, especially as we go from the spring getting into the fall. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
Uh, Edwin D. Moore did the pop quiz. So I'm going to give him some love. Six through ten. He has at number six. Man, he's tough. North Carolina Central wins the celebration bowl. He has that at six. Wow. Ooh, um, that was in the seven, but he has the eight college game day. He did have he has that at eight. At number nine, swag baseball tournament. Very exciting again. I agree with you. That that baseball, anybody that has any connection with baseball saw that game was like, oh man, is somebody gonna win this game? It just yeah, kept going. Classic. Mm-hmm. Class, yeah. classic game. I, I give you much credit on that. Uh, 10, Swag HBCU Gold Deal. Oh, he has it at number 10. Let's see if I have that on there. I like that. But I have it maybe a little higher. Let's see what your thoughts is. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mr. Moore, good job. Anybody else? Give me your top 10. I want to see some lists. I'll read it out. I want to hear what you had to say. Who is and who ain't Swag? Did not make my top 20. I understand, Dr. Holmes, Dr. Holmes. With that being said, that's all I wanna mention. That's all I mention for me. Yeah, it was pretty good. I know it took yeah. everybody by storm. I know one group that is very happy about who is swag, which is uh, the t-shirt market. Those oh, t-shirt vendors uh, for different oh, schools, they, they made come did up. well because <laughs> there were a lot of folks that came out with shirts. You had some institutions that bought, bought shirts in bulk. And so those folks that do t-shirts did really well in terms of who is swag. With that being said, stickers will be right back after this break. We'll get into my top five. We'll see what these gentlemen say, what you all say in your top five. Edwin Moore gave his top five, too, so we'll reveal that after the break and sneak that in there after I give my top five just to see how right I am. With that being said, stick with us. We'll be right back after this last break. Novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High-quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCUPrideJoy on Facebook and Twitter. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot of So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention as he gon' teach. This is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. We had a professor's back. We have quizzes galore. You know how we end the semester. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is the end of the year assignment right mm-hmm. here. So we're giving you our top 10 moments. A lot of great dialogue, those in and outside of the top 10. Uh, I would say at this point, the grades coming home for the winter break are good. I'm giving A pluses. I think people have done an excellent job. Even though you might not be as an A plus as myself, you at least get an A. I'm going to give you A's in terms of A for you, A for you, instead of my general F squared. I think you've been really good this semester this year. Uh, so we're going to make sure you get into it. Let's follow up and see what goes on in these next five. I love what uh, Amos said, Fawcett, six. <laughs> and he has question mark, explanation marks. 
He's befuddled. Are you serious? Double question mark. It's the HBCU championship. I laughed. I said, I feel you. I was just a little shocked. What W. Sherman Miller is in the building. Stephen Gate is watching. Shout out to Stephen Gate. Uh, Stephen, give us your top 10 list. I know you got one coming. You can spoil us a little bit or give us top five or something. Silas Edward McMorris is in the building. Who else we got in here? I want to make sure we give some love to uh, Lonnie Shaw, uh, Karen, Carol Keller. Uh, in here checking us out. Appreciate all y'all getting in the mix, your top 10. Let's get in my top five. Somebody mentioned this as a top 10. I had as a top five. Benedict defeats Allen the cap off an undefeated regular season, gets a bid, obviously, to NCAA, and um, gets the bye as they go straight into the second round. Tough matchup. Couldn't quite get it done in the playoffs uh, as they get behind kind of early. And it slips away pretty fast, but you got to give a kudos to the wonderful season. Benedict, first time they win the SIEC uh, in terms of getting it done, and they get it done in fine fashion going undefeated. Uh, kudos. We had the coach on here be recognized at the mid-major, Dr. Bill's mid-major, HBCU champion, Coach Barry. Saw him at the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta as he was getting it in uh, up there watching that game. He acknowledged me and waved, made sure, said, what's up going on? Again, he thanked us for the coverage and bringing him on there. Uh, continued success to Coach Barry and the Benedict Tigers out of the SIAC. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, let's go to number four. Jackson State women's basketball beats Alabama State, clinches second straight NCAA tournament berth, and go in there and give uh, the, the Jesus scare out of LSU um, just that close. Uh, to yep. doing what many thought was unheard of. So I had him in top five. I wanted to show the women some love. It stuck with me. And the comments she made yeah. really resonated, and that's probably why it gave me a little more fire where she talked about uh, speaking up for HBCUs and uh, referencing you know, really uh, the expectations, knocking the doors, and the belief that we need to have. So uh, she will forever obviously got a chance to interview her coming on the show before that, so I wanted to give some accolades uh, to Jackson State women's basketball in terms of what they got done. At number two, I have North Carolina Central wins, the 2022 Cricket Celebration Bowl, Dr. Phil's HBCU Major Division Football Championship. Uh, obviously, we had the coach to be recognized as the championship on the show right here. Uh, we had our very own Joshua Sims being able to get it uh, come in and be a part of that interview session. Uh, and in terms of what that looks like, I'm going to hold off on my number one. I'm going to hold off and see if I can do it as a little tease uh, as we talked about Coach Oliver getting it done over there with North Carolina Central. So five through two, Benedict defeats Allen winning, uh, regular season undefeated winning the mid-major championship for Dr. Bill. Number four, Jack State women, basketball tournament birth, JSU. Win SWAT championship undefeated regular season, clinched the celebration board. That was my number three. Number two was North Carolina Central win, uh, 2022 cricket celebration bowl. Obviously, football centric in a lot of ways, but it drives the needle. Um, it's what a lot of people follow. Uh, it's the last thing. So, usually, the last thing obviously sticks with you a lot in a lot of ways. But that's my five through two. Starting with you, Mike, what do you think about my five through two? Tell me what needs to be out of there. Hold off on your number one. I don't want that out there in the bag yet. We'll save that to the end as a tease. I want to see what your thoughts in terms of my five through two. Anything that is in there that shouldn't, 
or something that you want to say must be in uh, that five through two? No, no. Your five through two, Doc, is, is I got to admit, it, it is spot on. Um, I mean, all of the events you mentioned are somewhere in my list. Um, the Benedict, I think I had, I was the one who had them from six to 10. I think you had them in your five to two. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, from what I can see, yeah. Um, the Jackson State season, I had them as number five, the women's. And I had kind of a, a five, a five A and a five B, and I had Amisha Williams in her season. I think you had to distinguish that to me, and Charles can allude more to that. The season she had and her accolades separately from Jackson State, you know, the season they had. So, but from what I can see, your five through two is, is spot on. Before I get to you, Charles, Edwin D. Moore, his top <clears throat> five through two, I'll give you that. I'll hold off on his one as well. Norfolk State basketball, four, was JSU football undefeated regular season. Three, this gymnastic, big one. I like that. Snuck that in on him. He did admit that he hated that he didn't get Jackson State women's in there uh, later after he thought about it after I released it. Number two, he has FAMU volleyball. Uh, Dr. Holmes released his top five. He has at number five, KDOR in Weeks Hall of Fame just recently. I like that. Number four, he has HBCU Go. And number three, TSU men. And number two, Norfolk. And I'm not sure, probably talking about men as well. Um, and I hold um, his, I'm sorry, five was KR, four was HBCU go. Um, he tied TSU men with the HBCU go at number four. Number three was Norfolk, and number two was JSU win. Hold off on his number one for both those, and I'll give that to you. Charles. What are your thoughts on my five through two? Anything that should be in there that isn't? Well, let me start. Let me. With my five would have been Jackson State women's basketball. I, I think that nice. was huge uh, with regards to Tamika Reed and they're going. We on the same way. Uh, yeah, uh, and Amisha Williams being a part of that uh, being yeah. a WNBA draft pick. Number four for me, and I think this was a huge one, was uh, Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter. And Coach Prime on the cover of, of Sports Illustrated. I, I think that was huge. And for me, you know, the four B to that uh, is Coach Prime being on sixty minutes. That is a completely different audience that you're, you know, that you are reaching out to. And uh, you know that 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 probably is. I wouldn't even say four B. I'd probably say that's number three for me uh, with regards to the exposure. Uh, that HBCUs, Jackson State to a larger extent, got in regards to, uh, you know, that exposure being on 60 Minutes because that's a whole different audience that is focused now on HBCU athletics. I would have put that – I'm glad you brought that up, and I have to give you credit on that. If I did it, I would have had it with my um, Good Morning America mm. uh, and game day, college game day, all in the same in one puzzle. But it's good that you mention it because it needs to be out there. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you snug us a little bit. I, I see where you're going. Sports mm -hmm. Illustrated, I must admit, did have that on there. But now you say it. Yeah, I can see where it needs to be. Top 10. Uh, I'm not sure if I go with your top five. But I understand it is similar. And I think it's challenged to throw it out. So I'm not mm -hmm. going to do that to you in terms of what that looks like. All right. Before I get to my number one, before I get to your number one, um, Number one that Dr. Holmes had was Celebration Bowl in, in terms of what that looks like. So I thought that was pretty big. Uh, Edwin, let's see what Edwin says about 
his uh, top ten, what he put up there. Let me make sure I get to uh, Edwin more in terms of his top ten. Did I miss over it there? Did it slide up too much? Um, put it back out there, Edwin. What was your number one? We'll make sure you mention it. I'm going to save mine. I'm going to go back to you, Charles. What is your number one? November 19th, Dr. Bill, uh, was the day all hell broke loose in the swag in football. Uh, that particular day, uh, Jackson State defeated Alcorn, but you had Mississippi Valley knock off Prairie View. <laughs> and you also had Alabama yeah. AM knock off good. Texas Southern. That, as a fan, was a ridiculous weekend for me because when you thought Southern was pretty much knocked out of it, back when Jackson State knocked them out, uh, back when they played. And all of a sudden, they vault these teams because going into that day, my thinking was Jackson State's going to probably play Prairie View in the Swag Championship, you know. And then to find out, you know, how things kind of evolved during the course of the day, especially with Texas Southern being right there, right that close to uh, to, to get into the Swag Championship game. And then for Southern to balk both teams, that, that day just sticks out for me. That was really high on my list as a fan. Man, I like that one. <laughs> I never <laughs> wow. But you're right. Now that, that you good. say it, I'm like, ooh, man, that was wild. I try, I try to forget, more, I try to forget that one. Let me, get, let me get Moore's out there. He had mm -hmm. number one in North Carolina a and track and field, so I did want to give his final uh, love to him there. With that being said, Mike, without further ado, tease this out a little bit. What was your number one? Yeah, let me first say, TB, TB that was a good one. That November, because <laughs> Prairie View had one job. You had one job. We talked about it all week. They had one job. You know? <laughs> all right. My my one A and one B. I didn't say it was valid. It was valid. You know, one A and one B for me was one A was the championship and specifically the ending of the game. Um, what a, and I have in quote fourth quarter overtime. Um, the second one, the one B is the HBCU go uh, with Byron Allen. I think that was big for the HBCU college landscape. So th that's my one A and one B. We're thinking yeah. along the same lines because my 1A or my 1B was Curtis Simons actually coming on this program and taking us to class with regards to uh, television rights and things of that yep. nature with regards to HBCU Go and the swag. I thought it was phenomenal uh, to sit back and, and listen and learn uh, the, the inner workings of, of the way television is going to be working uh, in the future for HBCU athletics. And then, of course, 1A is a celebration bowl. It had the same vibe. If I could go back to the SWAC championship baseball game, you were on the edge of your seat for it. the last play of the game for Jackson State to send that into overtime and then to have that overtime action the way it happened to take yeah. that off to North Carolina Central. They, they they hit the bully in the mouth and they won. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot of good stuff. Shout out to Edwin D. Moore. He's, he's classic. He, he likes your Sports Illustrated cover. was huge. I like his tie-in. And one thing it did do, it brought the memories back in terms of Eddie Robinson when he was on the cover, Steve McNair on the cover, uh, Doug Williams' Super Bowl win in terms of being on the cover. So it also brought a lot of um, homage to those that previously on the cover and had people really go back and forth. So great point again on Sports Illustrated. But my number one, you've all kind of mentioned this. I just thought it was big um, in terms of, the financial impact, and we haven't even felt it yet. 
This is so significant. The financial impact was Byron Allen, the historic deal, HBCU Gold deal with the SWAC, the global distribution for the SWAC, uh, and what it will achieve financially in terms of SWAC. And we're hearing, obviously, that this is going to be um, seminal in terms of MEAC, CIAA, and SIC coming to the table in terms of getting uh, some of this as well. But in terms of when it was announced and what we heard, and what we've seen throughout the season, the production and how it got better, the quality, the HBC goal, what it's going to bring for basketball uh, in terms of the number of games, over 30, some contests, uh, also in terms of some of these spring sports. So when you put all that together, uh, Curtis Simon coming on the show, as you alluded to, and really uh, giving us a breakdown in terms of what that looks like. I had to put that at number one. Obviously, like the Cavill, the professor, um, I'm going to lean on that side in terms of the business of sport where we try to separate ourselves from a lot of those out there to talk HBCU sports. Not to say we're better, uh, anything of that, but the fact that we do take that dive, I would be remiss if I didn't make sure that I had, number one, that HBCU gold deal uh, with Byron Allen being in the backdrop. Shout out to Dr. Charles McCullen, the commissioner, uh, for getting it done in terms of SWAC. Obviously, we heard 10-year deal over a hundred uh, million dollars in terms of what it looks like exact numbers are out there but i won't say it until it's official uh release uh, from the swag in that nature but it is over a hundred million dollars i can't say that for 10 years big big deal so that was my number one i want to see what everybody thoughts in terms of what that looks like great comments i want to do shout out to brandon king that's joined us come on the show representing tennessee state uh, getting some good articles out there in terms of what he's doing and the fact that he says that his son jams to the intro. So any young man <laughs> that has the ability to recognize uh, the, the soulfulness, uh, the hip-hop speed of the intro, I got to give a special shout-out. Hope he's had a great Christmas holiday. Uh, shout-out to Brandon King. Keep growing. Keep doing your thing. Shout-out to all the lab listeners. Hope you had a great 2022 and even a better and more prosperous 2023, uh, Theron Waters, I'm late. No problem. We'll make sure because uh, we're ending class, uh, we'll give you a shout out. We'll make sure you get a chance to get your quiz in. We're giving the top 10 highlights of the year. So throw them down there and get us to us in terms of what that looks like. Chunk Hunts chimes in. HBC was great this year in terms of what those. So shout out for all the lab losers. Newton Jackson in here. That's Dr. Jackson. Hope he's having a great new year. Appreciate all the support over the years. The continued support wanted to give him much love. With that being said, we'll close out. Roy, if you want to, you can either come on or say it uh, through your volume. Tell us what your number one would be. I want to make sure we give you a little love as we close out the year. Usually you're behind the scenes, but I did want to acknowledge to see if you wanted to talk about at least your number one before we go out of here. Roy, did you want to share any of that? It better not start with FAMU and end in Rattler. I thought it was going to be the Orange Blossom Classic. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, he's being modest tonight. So we'll let him be there. Thank you for listening to Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Yada Cavill, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from inside the lab in the College of HBC Sports. With Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, professors, I want to take this time of privilege and say thank you, gentlemen, for standing by me as we try to work this out. I know this takes an incredible amount of your time, 
shout out to your wives in terms of supporting us and allowing you to do your thoughts. And as we tease Mike in terms of assignment, he's pulling extra uh, yards like many of us out there, but he finds a way to get it done. Shout out to you. We're proud of both of y'all, uh, your children in terms of uh, getting it done, getting in college. I uh, hope those grades came back as you expected. I saw the smiles on your face so thus far. I imagine everything is going according to it and your money is going well. So I appreciate what you all bring to the table. Extremely important. With that said, I uh, look forward to discuss next week as we do it at the lab. We'll get into basketball season for the SWAC. Following week, MIAC, we'll get into some SIACCIAA and even give you some love over the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference and some of those independent programs. Uh, follow me, Dr. Neotica Bill, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Again, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Inside the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter. That's Facebook and YouTube. Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Dream big. Continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. With that being said, make sure you download my JBN, my BCSN. Check out those sites so you we running these contests. Or we'll make sure we give you some more information on the fundraiser. We want to get that information out there to support us however you can. Also, check out HBC Nightly. Joshua Sam Senior as they moved it from Wednesday to night. I'll be on there. Maybe get some good discourse. You want to get into a little further dialogue. That's a place you can catch me as well. With that being said, Charles. Of course. Mike? Lecture. Dismissed.